Hello everyone and welcome back. I'm Ophelia, I'm one of the astronomers here and I've got three more shortlisted uh, photographers from this year's Astronomy Photographer of the Year competition. So shall we go around the table and uh, introduce ourselves Of course. Um, hi, nice to meet you too. I am Lorenzo Ranieri-Tenti from Italy. Uh, I am a photographer, astrophotographer I would say and uh, I'm so glad to be here and really happy to help you out with this interview, of course. Thank you very much. No problem. Okay, okay I can go next. So my name is Andrea Villena. I'm from Lisbon, Portugal. I'm 43. I'm in the hobby of astrophotography for three years now. And uh, it's a real pl pleasure to be here with all these uh, talented people in astrophotography. Oh, thank you thank for you. coming. Please <laughs> good to have you here. Hi, I'm Martin Lewis. I'm an astrophotographer living north of London in Hertfordshire. Reasonably dark skies. I've been imaging uh, almost exclusively the planets since 2005. Um, this is my seventh year in the competition. I've won, fortunately, been very lucky to win six years in a row in the in the prizes. Almost all in planet section with Venus and Uranus. And this year I've uh, managed to get third prize for a picture of Uranus with uh, five moons strung out in a line. Wow. And uh, yeah, very pleased to be here. Myself. Well, thank you for, for coming here. Um, so you all introduce yourself as astrophotographers. Is that is that what you do? Do you, you just do astrophotography or do you do other kinds of photography as well? Well, um, I, I'd like to say that I'm mainly an astrophotographer, but I actually started <laughs> as a, a um, photographer, landscape photographer. Um, just uh, only after a few years, a few years, I start um, digging, really digging into astrophotography and get really passionate about it. Uh, my main goal in astrophotography is to take is to take picture. I mean, I would say a dark landscape with the Milky Way. Mm. It's my main goal. I would like to introduce the observer in my images and um, make them feeling under an immense sky and, um, you know, to, to feel that kind of uh, emotions that you get under such a beautiful view. Mm. And um, during the year, I developed uh, some techniques, um, like, for example, mosaic astrophotography. So I use very long focal length to get uh, a lot of detail out of the dark sky, uh, modifying cameras and uh, all that kind of tricks mm -hmm. that uh, one uh, uh, can learn some after some years of doing this kind of photography. Um, other than this, I do. The, I, I am a photographer. I lead uh, photography tours, and uh, these tours are, I mean. Um, open to all kind of landscape photographer. We do aurora photography, landscape, uh, nightscapes, sunset, sunrise, you know, mm. uh, minimal and this kind of uh, picture. I'm uh, leaving in the next uh, month for another tour to Iceland where I took my picture. Nice. So I, I can tell to my client, oh, here is where I, one of the pictures I took uh, went to the astronomy photographer of the year. Yeah. You know, it's always fun to have this kind of story to learn, to, to tell and yeah. Uh, other than photography, I also work as a geologist. Oh, cool. I, I do a lot of things. <laughs> but so in my case, I'm purely amateur. So I have a my job as in, actually in a procurement department. Uh, I have family, kids, and um, during the night I do astrophotography while I sleep. That was the big achievement. <laughs> Managing to photograph while I sleep at the same time. Yeah. So now it's purely on the amateur and the way I like it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I'm an, uh, I'm an engineer, uh, working for a company in Cambridge. Uh, that's my day job. And uh, I, I've been an astronomer since I was 10 years old, okay. particularly just visual to start with. Um, interested in deep sky stuff, galaxies and so on, built my own telescopes, so an increasing size of telescope. So I now use a, a 444mm Dobsonian telescope on a home-built tracking platform. And uh, that, gives me, that gives me opportunity on planets to mm. image things that um, are right at the edge of what's possible. Uh, at the moment, I'm imaging... I'm getting up early in the morning when it's clear, five o'clock in the morning, to image Venus. Yeah. So I'm interested in imaging through the clouds of Venus and seeing the thermal emissions from the night side of Venus. Okay. So you can see the, okay. the landscape, you can see the mountains and the terrain. Yeah. They're different temperatures. The higher areas are cooler, uh, the lower areas are, 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 are brighter, mm -hmm. um, and that way you can... At particular wavelengths you can see through this very thick um, very thick layer of sulfuric acid clouds that uh, normally completely shroud Venus and hide the, uh, the surface from view nice. so I'm getting up early in the morning to, to do that <laughs> do you think we'll uh, see that in next year's competition yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so you have always liked astronomy, it sounds like you've always yes, interested in Yes, yes, since and I was a young boy, really. Yeah. Well, about yourself, is that how you got into astrophotography? Oh, actually, or? I started photography, general First, photography, yeah. uh, um, in 2017. And then some of my friends told me, oh, you know, there's the Milky Way in the sky. And I really, um, I immediately wanted to, to, to do some mm -hmm. astrophotography after that night, I mean, I just quit all landscape and day photography and start uh, imaging night sky and all the beauty of the night. And you know, when you start, you are in the you, in your uh, country, uh, you are in your backyard. Then you go to the mountains. Then the mountains is not enough, and then you take a, a plane to go to the to Chile to the Atacama Desert. And you know, this is the story as it, it goes on, and it always. I mean, always chasing the better place to mm. go and take pictures, and it's really amazing. Sounds... For for me, um, the adventure part, the adventuring part, it's really important because it, when something is challenging, like I mean, astrophotography is challenging by itself. Exactly. I mean, just the, it's enough the fact that we have not to sleep to take pictures, you know, and. Uh, you can yeah, man. For me, <laughs> uh, I mean, since I, I do landscape I know, I know. astrophotography, I have to stay awake all the night long, and mm. and always it's challenging for. Me. I I am mainly and firstly be, be, before a photographer, I am a mountaineer. I I burn. I, I I was born in the Alps in Italy, and uh, I know my territory, my Alps, and I love that kind of landscape. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. um, so uh, it was a natural evolution to me. To chase for this kind of environment and uh, uh, dark sky as well. In, in Italy, it's really difficult to have really dark sky because of uh, Pianura Padana, Milan. They are really bright. I mean, I have friends in Switzerland that, that say that you can see Milan from there, wow. from Switzerland. Yeah, it's really bright. So you always try to chase uh, really high peaks in the mountain or really uh, far islands uh, in the in the in the sea around Italy. Yeah. And or, or for example, me, you can take a plan and go to Chile or <laughs> Namibia or that kind of place. Yeah. So it sounds like, well, you've been 
been to some very exotic places then. Yeah, actually. Before your photography. What yeah. about what about you two? Um, well, all my planetary imaging is done from my back garden. <laughs> yes. The furthest I've gone is to the road in front of my house nice. <laughs> to get a view of uh, of Neptune a few years ago. But yeah, all everything is done from my own back garden, which is pretty amazing that you can see, you know, these distant Uranus and Neptune and. Venus and all mm. these things and it's just all from your own back garden. Yeah. yeah. Yes, of yeah. course. I mean, uh, everybody thinks that astrophotography is something related to the sky, but actually into this kind of um, this kind of uh, field, there's a lot of other subfield that people can yes. develop. I mean, yeah, sure. deep sky, planetary uh, photography, it's really, I mean, I would say it's like uh, Sport photography and portrait photography. <laughs> I mean, planet photography and landscape photography are completely different yeah, things. Yeah. 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 Different sure. instruments, yeah, different sure. uh, techniques sure. and yeah. expertise. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No. In my case, uh, I do mostly from the terrace of my building. Oh, nice. <laughs> so actually, my telescope is right above my bedroom. So it's quite convenient. <laughs> <laughs> the farthest I go, I, I have... Uh, a place one hour and a half from Lisbon mm. and I usually shoot there the deep sky the most difficult ones mm -hmm. but mm. other than that it's made mm. quite nearby yeah. yeah there's a beautiful landscape in uh, in Portugal I've been to yeah. Algarve I okay. took some pictures yeah, 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 it's yeah. really beautiful and also, also, also quite between, between Algarve and Lisboa there's a place called Alentejo it's mm -hmm. very photogenic for Milky Way nice, nice. I will try next year yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you took three very different images. You also saw the uh, aurora. Yeah, I was certainly for the aurora. It's kind of uh, funny for me. I mean, it's uh, I don't usually take aurora picture, but you know, yeah. when something, I mean, start, things good, uh, seems good. I mean, yeah. I just took the picture. So, so that, that was more of a oh, this is a great opportunity snap. Well, yeah, of planning. course. Actually, I was there with the cl with yeah. some clients. I was teaching them uh, them how to take picture to the aurora, how to set the camera, yeah. and after um, the, uh, after them were set with all the, their camera, yeah. they took their picture and so on. Mm -hmm. I I thought I could take a picture for me as well because mm. you know when you have we, when you have clients and you have to lead some groups, yeah. you don't always have time for your own yeah. photography. Yeah. But I had few minutes. I was. I mean, there's. Uh, I don't know if you know that place. There's a lot, a beautiful mountain. It's called Vesterhorn, and um, uh, on this, uh, on one side of this mountain, there's the ocean, mm -hmm. and on the other side, there's a um, sandy flat, um, and uh, sometimes with the high tide and strong winds on the flats, um, some uh, sand ripples forms. And uh, I was walking actually to the sea to take mm -hmm. some long exposure with water, but I saw these ripples with some frost, and then um, the moon was coming out, and uh, the light was shy, uh, was um, uh, lightening all the ripples, ripples mm -hmm. edge, yeah. and so I, I had to take that picture. Yeah. Perfect yeah. place, perfect time. Yeah, exactly, sort of exactly. Yeah. That kind of uh, mm -hmm. situation. Perfect place, okay. perfect time. Whereas yours, Andre and uh, um, Martin. Martin, sorry. <laughs> Whereas yours, Andre Martin, um, you also saw the Pleiades and you also saw uh, Uranus. Yeah. That must have had, you know, involved a lot of planning. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. For, well, the Uranus picture was a byproduct of that observing session. What I've been trying to do for the last five years is image the very faint rings around the planet Uranus. So there's very mm. faint rings that have only been discovered in the last few decades. 
um, very, very difficult to image because Uranus, although that's very faint, is much brighter mm -hmm. than the rings. So I've been um, trying two or three times each year for the last five years to image the rings of Uranus. Yeah. And that was the main purpose of the session, was to another attempt, probably about the tenth attempt to image the rings of Uranus. Turned out successful. I actually managed for the first time to image the elliptical rings, the epsilon ring, mm. which is the brightest ring around Uranus, which I entered into the competition thinking, this is going to win, yeah, yeah. Surely, this is going to win, this is the faint ring around Uranus. Very few people in the world have photographed it, yeah. maybe four people have photographed it. And then I thought, well, actually, I'll also, at the same time, I'll process it normally to do Uranus and the moons, mm -hmm. which is much easier <laughs> I'll enter that as well and guess which one <laughs> which got through yeah so the rings didn't no didn't even get shortlisted so you never know with this competition you put yeah. things in and you think oh this is yeah, definitely, definitely the one and this yeah oh, okay this will make up the numbers <laughs> and then they pick that the same for me exactly yeah. I, I entered a lot of uh, Mickey Way pictures I mean I took a 360 panorama of the Milky Way with a 50 millimeter. So, so you know, a lot of images for yeah. a 360 degree panorama. It's a huge mosaic yeah. uh, in Namibia with a beautiful landscape in the middle of savanna with lions, animals all around. Yeah. And that one neither got shortlisted, you know. Yeah. And at yeah. least you, I, I think probably I got the. The whoa effect with the other one with the aurora better than the one with the Milky Way. Yeah, I think it's, that's how, how the way it works. Yeah, I'm not on a judging panel. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> you just never know. You just gotta do the whole ten, you know, as many mm. as you can, get them in, and just yeah. keep your fingers course, crossed. Yeah. Okay. Well, for me, usually it involves a lot of planning. Mm -hmm. um, I I have few nights. I'm quite professionist and try to take the best of what I can do in one night or take the best night to do a given subject. In this case, for example, the Pleiades, I, and I usually I select targets, frame it, and I had tar targets that stay there for mm -hmm. 10 months until it got in the proper place yeah. to, to be photographed. In the case of the Pleiades, for example, I photographed Luminance in November, I think, November, December, uh, November, then there were clouds for two months <laughs> and when i fin finally managed to to have a clear night uh, i still managed some hours for the color but i needed to go to my dark side so i went actually during the the weekday okay. which is not i work so <laughs> i went to do to went after work shoot it and return to lisbon at 7 a.m so wow <laughs> So, but yeah, usually I try to plan a lot to, you know, mm. try to fill yeah. all the gaps in the photo to take really the, of course, yeah. as deep as I can. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, night sky photography in general. It's, I mean, planning is one of the main things that you have yeah, to sure, do. Sure, sure. Yeah. Right. And, and, and for me, there's a second thing besides planning is shoot what the night gives you. Sometimes you plan a lot. But, you know, the night uh, doesn't cope what you have expected. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. It's not according to my plans. No. Mm. What is the best thing I can do today? 
it's yeah. this okay let's take yeah. it yeah i don't force oh i really want to shoot that target oh yeah. bloody hell but i only have two hours or three hours forget this, it yeah. <laughs> let's choose another one <laughs> this is really interesting it's uh, i think that i always tell to my clients um, i mean that related to landscape photography you don't don't have to force the landscape i mean you have to understand what the landscape yeah, exactly. is telling you and then you take the pictures yeah. 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 also during the post-processing uh, Uh, phase you have to understand what the landscape have to tell you yeah, and then yeah. operate yeah. on the yeah picture. you've got to be responsive to nature I, I often you know talk to people who are starting out in astrophotography and they say well it was supposed to be clear on Thursday and I went out and I yeah. and it clouded up yeah but Friday was clear wasn't it so why didn't you go out Friday and I was busy then yeah well you have to respond you have to be receptive and be there as the opportunities arrive. Mm -hmm. You can't have it, you can't expect nature to plan around you. No, no. If you've got to fit around it, yeah. uh, people, you get disappointed. Yeah. Mm. And that's one of the biggest things with astrophotography is mm. tenacity. You've got oh, to just keep, yeah. you've just got to keep at it and you keep <laughs> at it and you keep at it. Especially when in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I, for me, I throw the telescope away. Very easy to get frustrated yeah. Yeah. And, and give up, but The people who stay and produce the good images mm -hmm. are the people who've got tenacity mm -hmm. and they just mm -hmm. stick at it. Yeah. So that, that is actually why I'm a street photographer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the patience <laughs> that you, you have. <laughs> you need to have. I can tell I have photos that I'm taking two years to photograph. Yeah. Because I managed to shoot something in one year yeah. then cloud it up uh, yeah. and whatever yeah now it's not available as much as i wanted okay that's yeah. a bit let's keep it next year i'll add some more yeah keep adding some more mm. yeah. yeah but i do like what you said about you know um taking what nature gives you you yeah. know um because i guess that's kind of the same in all Yeah. types of photography mm -hmm. just you know take that moment because you don't you don't know if the light is going to be like that again you yeah. don't know if you, you know that moment will have ever happen again yeah. Yeah. yeah um do you have any other advice or tips for those who want to start astrophotography <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's a hard subject because there's so much advice out there yes it's very hard to You know, not be totally overwhelmed by all the information that's out there, all the equipment. Yeah. How do you choose a telescope? How do you choose a camera? You go on the web and it's just a tidal wave of, you know, yeah. information. Very, very difficult. Mm. So uh, the best thing is to try and find somebody who's done it and just keep it simple. Keep yeah. it simple until you find an area that's of interest. Don't try and photograph an area that you think will be of interest to other people. That's a disaster. Mm. Just do what you find interesting mm. and then your enthusiasm will keep you going and just stick at it. Yeah, yeah I, I agree, I agree. I think it's very important to keep it simple. I, in practical advices, for example, for deep sky like I do, I would strongly suggest anyone to start with a short focal length. Mm -hmm. Because if you go to a high focal length, mm -hmm. the likelihood that something wrong, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. much higher. So a small, I don't know, 200, 400 millimeters, that's perfectly yeah. fine for a starter. And also, at least I thought it was quite convenient, 
If you buy equipment, buy it popular equipment. Equipment that you can buy, that you can sell easily in second hand. Mm. If you buy things that are very exquisite mm. with a brand that no one knows, uh, when, you, when you want to go to the, the, the next level, probably have a better telescope, have a better camera, mm. you'll want to sell the one you have. Mm. It's much easier to sell it mm. if mm -hmm. it's you know, a popular yes. brand. Or already know that's important so because I think because you, you, you'll change equipment yeah. really easy. <laughs> yeah. In one year, I had three telescopes. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Just oh no, this is not anymore. Next one, I don't know. Actually, this is really important because astrophotography it's one of the most uh, expensive. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, what regard, regards uh, landscape astrophotography that it's a bit different. Uh, what I feel to say to other people is get inspired from other astrophotographers. Mm. It's really, I mean, for me, it's uh, something that really helped me to push the limits and not to give up to the cloudy nights or all the difficulties. And, uh, of course, people always start with um, the budget gear. Yes. And, uh, but today, with the budget gear, you can still do something really unique. Yes. And uh, so don't give up. Don't think that your gear is the problem. Just get inspired mm. and uh, try and try and get the tenacity you need. And mm. yeah. So keep it simple. Maybe buy uh, you know simple gear as well. Mm. Yes. Budget gear to mm. just get you know started. Uh, develop your skills first before you yeah, yeah. buy Absolutely. expensive. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Equipment. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can go through the. Uh, the exhibition and see what equipment people mm. are using to take particular photos you know there's a lot of detail in there what telescope what camera yeah. what lens they use what the, the exposure mm -hmm. times yeah. iso settings and all those things that's really useful information you know mm. go through that and learn what what works mm -hmm. yeah. exactly yeah. at the beginning work. replicate it's it's not that better to, to say but at the beginning the very beginning mm -hmm. replicate other images can really help mm. It's a thing that you develop after some times, mm -hmm. your own style, your own photography, and then you can start stop copying, let's say, or re replicate other photo photographs. But it's always important when you when you learn, when yeah. you have learned all the the skills and processes and technique, you start to take your picture. That's mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the really the, 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 the very point when you start doing mm -hmm. photography night photography and your photography yeah. and experiment never yeah. stop experimenting no, you know yeah. all the time night side of Venus I'm you know I'm I've got a set of conditions and I'm using that yeah. but I set a little bit of time to try new stuff different settings and so on and then I will go through those and try and learn from that yeah. even though I've got the bulk of my session with particular settings, you know, I might change those. Mm. Learn from, and, and there's a lot of stuff out there people say, you've got to do it that way. But they don't say why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like to experiment and find out why. Mm -hmm. You know, just taking it for granted, you must do it that way. Yeah. We know it, that's, that's no way to do well, it. Well, yeah. one, what works well with you might not yeah. work well mm. with me because yeah. of my different in yeah. type of sky of whatever I mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean one of one example of this I mean experimenting is the winning images I mean people start taking picture at uh, Andromeda with Otre 
uh, or three, and yeah. uh, they took uh, new things. Yeah. Nobody knows who was there. Yeah. So yeah. experiments uh, really yeah. important. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, speaking of, you know, the winning picture and also finding inspiration from other astrophotographers, do you have a favorite photograph in the exhibition? That's not yours. Yeah, I really like. There's a there's a moon one, which is a full moon, and then you've got cloud, and it's particular thickness, and you've got this lovely blue and yellow circles the through corona. the cloud. Ah, it's Miguel Quadros. Really yeah. nice, Portuguese really beautiful, beautiful <laughs> definition, yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely composition, and it's an image. A few years ago, I tried to take an I entered an image like that. Mm. It's just so much better than what I entered. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the photo I would like to have taken back then. Yeah. Maybe second entry for next year. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Brendan Kinch's um, The Veil Nebula, The Bat Nebula. It's for I really love that nebula and the way he photographed it. It's so vibrant and kind of electric. And for me, it's really amazing. It's for sure one of my favorite photos. Well, as regards me, um, I, 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 I like uh, especially landscape astrophotography, you know, and uh, uh, I really like the, the picture, uh, the winning picture of the um, nightscapes category, the one with the red sprites. Oh, yes. It's, I mean, yeah. uh, it's not uh, something related to the... Um, Comp uh, composition. I mean, you know, it's just a telephoto lens, but it's pretty, uh, pretty rare phenomena. It's in a pretty uh, remote area. Mm -hmm. So that one is one of that I really like, and uh, I can never stop uh, um, loving the picture of the sun, like the one of Miguel and <laughs> Miguel, the other that yeah. wins. Yeah, that kind of images are always stunning to me. I don't know yeah. why, but the sun in that kind of yeah. way, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. them. This is your seventh year. Seventh year, yeah, one shortlisted and then six in the prizes. Uh, so, have you entered before? I've entered last year. Okay. Oh, I've entered three years ago actually. Yeah. Then I didn't enter any picture, and I tried again uh, this year, and yeah. I was lucky. Is it <laughs> is it different seeing your images in an exhibition like that than you know on your computer screens or? Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd recommend people to actually come down oh, yeah. here sure. and yeah. see it person yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because the usually people, in, when they see in the computer, they go, they go through social media. There's yes. already some bias yes. over there. Yes, I think coming to the exhibition, yeah. people can be surprised with things that they don't expect. Yeah. And I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. that's really important. Yeah. To yeah. see the picture at the photographer. Yeah, yeah it's, mm. they're beautifully presented mm -hmm. with that backlight, which yeah. increases yeah. the yeah. dynamic range. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, it makes from very dark to very light, which you don't get mm -hmm. in a printed. Yeah, you know, it's always a pain to print uh, night sky photography, <laughs> and uh, this this is a really smart way to backlight the pictures. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and the color, it's I mean, quite perfect. Yeah. 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 Oh, great. Um, thank you very much for coming today and okay. speaking thank to you. us. Um, enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. Thank, thank you very, very much. much. Thanks. Thanks.